0: It's The Daily Talk Show episode 848. Happy Thursday, Gronks. What's happening? What's going on? How are we? Uh, before we, we get started, wanted to say thank you to BK for his Insta story. He took a photo of the squeegee key ring. Good throwback. Yep. Uh, if you send an uh, Insta story at The Daily Talk Show, we re- reshare it and things like that, don't we?
1: That's very nice. I mean, while we're sort of thanking people, I was yep. just thinking this morning, I was listening to Hump Day Replay, One Trick Tony, yep. and I was just thinking, very thankful for young Mr. 97. Yeah, well done, Sevs. Just, he's, the kid's on, he's on three- Steroids. Different, <laughs> yeah, 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 three different types of steroids. No, he's on three different podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. He's really been thrown into the deep end, and uh, just a bit of an appreciation Thursday. Mm-hmm. I know, like for Sevs. Better like than it. blame Monday. Yeah, look, oh, he he may be blamed on the Monday. He may be blamed mm-hmm.
0: next week. I don't know yet, but mm-hmm. don't. Um, <laughs> what else are you thankful for? And anything else, Andy, in the, on the YouTube chat is is yeah. asking. Uh,
1: very thankful for. Um, oh, you know what? This morning, tell me. Let me. Let me see if you can guess what's been different about my morning. Mm-hmm. Wake up, check the news in bed. Went back to sleep for 10-20 minutes. Oh, well, got go. back up. Got back up. Okay. Decided to go downstairs. I was like, mate, I'm going to go get a coffee. Went, got a coffee. The coffee shop wasn't open. Went for a walk. I was like, listening to Hump Day Replay, just walking along. Forgot my headphones. But luckily, my phone has loudspeaker. So, I was just pumping Hump Day Replay as I'm walking. Okay. Got yeah, the coffee. Where,
0: where is Bodie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I knew you'd pick it up. He's at, um, he's at my mum and dad's place, had a sleepover. Oh, great. So, so, it's a little cheeky midweeker mm-hmm. and um, I mean, that's not even what I'm thankful about. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for it but
0: it's about the things that you realize when you're not with your child. <laughs> Would you ever consider sort of an everybody loves Raymond situation? Wasn't the parents across the road?
1: Oh, were they? Maybe. No. If,
0: or, or they weren't. Who was across the well, road well, well, and everybody loves well, Raymond? Well, Raymond was an adult. He wasn't a child. Didn't they have kids? It is like,
1: Yeah, they, I thought they had kids in the house. But maybe, I mean... I probably should dude. use
0: a reference of a sitcom that I watched.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I was I was sitting. So, then uh, then my morning continued. I went to the park. I um, d- almost didn't... Like, my mind's like, no, don't do it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I, I did it and I went and I did some stretching in the sun and then a meditation with the sun beaming on my face. It was lovely. But I had this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Full circle to what I'm thankful about. And uh, thanks for asking. We're moving into a new place next week and we're just you got so it, oh, the happy about cl- You
0: got the all clear?
1: Well, it's yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be. The, <laughs> the handover's easy. done. Uh, I don't I ask questions. Good. when the. Well, the real estate, real estate agent's like, yep, you can move in on this day. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So, we're just going with it. We've got the uh, removalist booked, mm-hmm. But it's not about that. It's about how... It's just happened. It's stars of aligned. You could easily see it as like, you know, any place you move into, you can have that feeling. But yep. I've really made a decision in life where it's, if I'm moving, I want it to be a better place than the last. And, a, and that's just like a, a sign of I'm, you know, putting, uh, you know, the thought first of, you know, I want to live somewhere really comfortable. And so... Yep. It's I'm lucky that we can. I'm very thankful that this next place is better and I just fucking love it. I'm just so pumped, so pumped, That's great. And I was very grateful as the sun was beaming on my face just feeling happy about it.
0: Now, not to um not to quash this. Quash, is that what you say? <laughs> squash or quash. Whatever, you want, mate. I'm what what's both. the difference between a squash and a quash? Um just what you think about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> What's the difference between any word, just what you even believe the word means? No, well, I, I love <laughs> that's it. That's really I what think it is. That there's, there's definitely something beautiful in something representing either a new chapter or what it's yeah. going to do in regards to mood and relaxation yeah. and the ability to sort of live your best life. Mm, uh, mm. Matt Diavella talks about, you know, when I get it's the when I get the fifty millimeter lens, I'll then be happy. Or when I get this, I'll then be happy. Yeah. What is your take on calling your bullshit on like oh, like? Did you say this about mm. the other place, or does this feel like a yeah, different experience? No, definitely felt this
1: felt mm-hmm. like that about this place that I'm in currently, and it's definitely so the the similarity mm-hmm. to what Matt D is talking to is me thinking about the exercise area that i've got at the new place and how it's going to change my life (laughs) that's that's more than i'm just really like i'm just really content with the fact that we landed a place we saw it like i didn't really have you know i wasn't hung up on if we got it or not and you only saw one place right Yeah, mate. We just literally, that was the only application we put in. And so, when that, it's hard. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm older and I've, you know, but I've got a kid, you know, there's a family moving in. It's a bit different than just a snotty-nosed 21-year-old that Mm -hmm. I was, um, that I, you know, wormed my way into a property through a, you know, family friend. Um, you know the privilege of going to a private school and having family friends in the real estate game <laughs> uh, you know they just gave me the property but no i just um yeah it's definitely the exercise area where i've even caught myself as like mate i'll start then i'll start when i move into that place but then but i but i've caught myself in a, you know starting to do some stuff at home, like I'm yeah, starting sure. to introduce. I the think said, like stuff. I've
0: caught myself like Nah, Tommy, you're the same piece of shit wherever you move. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think but it's no, great. no, that's no, good. It yeah. So I, I do see
1: the trap of thinking things will be different when mm-hmm. I have uh, you know cue cards or when yeah, yeah. I get index cards. Yeah, my new bike,
0: mm-hmm. my my new my <laughs> <laughs> or your fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, life has changed. The spa, since then. the spa. Well man, do you yeah. have a spa in the good new stint. place?
1: Absolutely not. And I'm very thankful. I'm replacing so were- the spa with chickens. Another problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I laughs> mean, it is yeah, the same. It's it's something. Yeah, I mean that's
0: it. Remember seems how like big good- you were. The spa was like. Huge. This, this, yeah. This is the thing.
1: Oh, so I've worked at. You know, you learn as you grow older, mm-hmm. Josh. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's. I was um. I was younger. <laughs> it was a year yeah, ago. Young, younger, and, and dumber. Yeah. And what I've realised is that to have a spa, you need to be rich, <laughs> because <laughs> then you get other people to fucking look after the thing for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. It's. <laughs> You don't want to have to do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> literally, it's- the spa boy comes every week. Yeah, he, he, you don't I want, want to be the I spa, want a spa boy. boy. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to be spa boy. I okay. didn't mind it, and mm-hmm. but here's the thing: even around the rich thing we started complaining about how much we had to spend on
0: chemicals. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's sure. not a problem. You yeah. It's like buying a Ferrari and thinking, fuck, I don't like buying premium 98. Yeah, it's yeah. too expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waiting until Tuesday
0: to go fill up because it's cheaper <laughs> at the local <laughs> shell. It's, you know? It's you such don't a- want to be worrying about that, do you? It, it, not and so, you're going to have these issues with the chicken. Like, you sort of alluded to... Mate, the chickens are gonna cost mate, like gotta be careful with my eggs. Yeah, like, I yeah, can't yeah. just be fucking I, handing them you out. You know
1: what? Amy's very keen on it. She's thinking a lot about it. Um I, I'm into it. So at least we're spreading the load. Mm-hmm. Bodie, it's a beautiful thing for him to grow up. You know, you're thinking like yeah. even the nice photos we got in the spa, maybe he remembers having a spa as yeah. a, as he grows up. So you do do things for the kids as well. It's not always for yourself, but there's a lot of nostalgia in chickens for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's the thing, JJ. Fucking mum and dad were over last week and they were talking to us about the chickens. And they said, you know, we got rid of the chickens. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I can't remember when they left. I just remember having chicken coop in the backyard and I used to throw them in the air and eat
0: their eggs. Well, this, like, is, th- I that think was that this is a thing with you specifically <laughs> is that you definitely, you always have rose-coloured glasses Looking back on things like when we did New York, like you were sick during New York, like when we went to New York for Seth Godin, you're like, mate, can't just gotta fucking get back to New York. I'm like, mate, you were sick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but so this is the thing, mum said, those chickens were we were prisoner in our own house," <laughs> she said. "They were shitting on the deck, and I was spraying it off. And then I started having memories of me stepping in chicken shit, uh-huh. like squishy, Uh-oh. and I, in the, on the back deck with no shoes on. I'm like, oh, I didn't clean any of that. And so you start remembering this stuff, and but it's not. So I I think the memories for me are strong enough of Bodie in the spa. That override the negative ones of fuck it, I can't be bothered cleaning it. It's a good because way of doing joints, things, is-
0: isn't it? Because like, th- yeah, you can't really regret anything because well, everything yeah. you look back on is like, oh, that was fucking great.
1: <laughs> and and I guess there's stuff that hasn't gone well. It's like the the ultimate optimist has negative. That's a, there's some negativity in that. There's like there is some some. Qualities of that that might not be productive, like you're not willing to work on yourself because yeah. you're just seeing silver lining, yeah, 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 mate. You does know, I lost Amy that friend for a s- reason, like <laughs> that's
0: you know, but I was a cunt to them, <laughs> you know, it's like, it was <laughs> all Amy me, pick but you up know, on it? does she say, hey, like, because the thing is, it's only a problem if then you know, it's like, um, you know, history, you, know, you look at history, otherwise, it will just repeat itself, or whatever that fucking saying is. Do you think that? there are times where you look fondly on something and you have to be reminded by Amy of like, hang on, you actually didn't like that? Like, I know you want to go to Dumbaya Park <laughs> again, but last time you chucked a tantrum?
1: Nah, I don't think I've got nothing too serious. Nothing too uh-huh. serious. But you forget stuff like last night, somehow we just started chatting about Skype. I was like, who, who uses Skype? How much is that worth? Yeah. I can't even remember last time you used Skype. A few answers... Skype sold for like seven billion dollars to Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, the the original too. owners sold it for two billion, mm-hmm. but they've still got forty million monthly, uh, sorry, daily users. Yeah, uh, you jump to jump over to Zoom, three hundred million daily users. Amy, Amy um, said we used to use Skype when we were in you know early days of our relationship. I was like, no. And then she sung the tune, doom doom doom, and I was like, "The memory came back, and I was like, "Oh my God, we did, yeah. I remember that it's, um, but it's uh yeah, so you you it's it's a funny, isn't the mind funny you, the way you look back on stuff it's mm-hmm. bizarre, bizarre, yeah, yeah,
0: it, I, yeah,
1: there has to be something a trait in what you do mm-hmm. that is the thread, so you love that enough, and so." Yeah, this this pleasure in pain. Yeah, and so and so. Yeah, I mean you're the well travelled guy. Well travelled doesn't come without headaches and,
0: yeah, and blow ups, annoyances ups and just like, yeah, and just ups. like and but also the other thing is it's it's fucked up. But I feel like for so many times when I'm travelling or whatever, I'm like there's so many times where it's like this will be a great story. The story mm-hmm. is better than the thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. Naysan and like- I are in KL. And there's a 24-hour delay or then we're on the on a flight that needs to have an emergency landing. Like all of those things like mm. you think, oh, I could die. But then always in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is a good story. Oh, yeah. Bungee jumping for me.
1: Very no, painful. I don't think I'd ever do annoy. Like, no, no, no. I would never do it again. I don't think so. Um, but look at like the people like... Uh, so, like goal setting. You land a goal... And then you land a bigger one. You think it will be better when you're looking towards that bigger goal. Look at Joe Rogan. Lands, mm-hmm. you know, 100 million plus dollar deal. Moves into his new studio in Texas and gets trolled mm-hmm. for how shit it looks and sounds. And at that point, we were speaking about it last night on the phone. We're like, the the money doesn't solve all the problems. Yeah. yeah. And I love your, you said, uh, growth is never
0: linear. Mm-hmm you going for you, so, when you go forward you also go back it's like when we go to the like when we went from our remote setup to the office there are a bunch of things like our mate Hayden did came in go this two shot I don't like this two shot and the thing is it's like we know that it's like you know this is this is what happens is it's like you can't just always as much mm. as you just want to be growing 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 or like um improving 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 using the Joe Rogan example he had that studio for a bunch of time where he got comfy. They worked out exactly where the cameras were. They got the nuance. They got uh, you know set up to a point. Where, and you can't you can't hack that. Mm. the The only way to get to that is time in the seat. Yep. And the thing is, yep. then when you change the seat, when you change all of the different things, when you're having to worry about different tech, you have to relearn it all again. And that's mm. that's like with us with going from audio only to video to then going remote to streaming to having guests, like all Mm. of these things become doing two days, uh, uh, two episodes a day, all of these things challenge you and it's like starting Mm. again. But I think that that is – that's like the growth bit. Yeah.
1: And then it's – yeah, just like – I see it so Theo Vaughn, there's a couple of big podcasters that have moved out of LA. They're big mm-hmm. comedians, you know, got profiles and shit, and they, and they're all seeing the fucking writing on the wall and escaping. So Theo Vaughn's gone to Nashville, mm-hmm. and you watch his podcast, and it's hilarious. He's got he's got cardboard on the windows behind him taped, and then you see he's got little uh, sound things like uh, sound acoustic panels taped to the wall and yeah. then he's got some kid that he doesn't know. It is it is hilarious. Like, he's using it mm-hmm. as gear, as gear yeah. and it's like... As gear, but like, you just see even him. He had a studio. He had this uh-huh. fucking amazing murals on the wall and th- the winners push through. The winners yes. continue and mm-hmm. and take a hit to their ego or, you know, like, put themselves in the firing line for criticism. You see the comments... No, no, no! <laughs> Sound quality, this like, <laughs> fuck off your thirty-six subscriber YouTube yeah. channel, loser. Yeah, 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 like,
0: yeah, yeah. we're it, a twelve thousand sub loser. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but I no, I appreciate because yeah. yeah. the pain doesn't change. I think the pain we feel mm-hmm. is probably a pain that Joe Rogan's feeling right now. Not comparing ourselves, but pain is comparable. Yeah. You, the the financial situation and audience is not comparable, but. Mm so what changes the experience can feel the same for people of all different
0: levels. Well, I think that part of it's- like even the coaching and support that we've been doing with our network. So other podcasters like uh one trick, Tony and too much Tully go, uh, one trick, Tony's new episode landed today too much Tully. Yeah. Uh, her episodes come out every Tuesday. Uh, great episode next week as well. Uh, that you just recorded with her. Uh, the the coaching that we have to do around um, uh, people getting into podcasting is realizing that you will have this spike of interest you know, on social media. Everyone mm. everyone loves a launch. Like launches are sexy. Oh, launches that yeah. like it's like that's why I love saying put it in the calendar because putting it in the cal- like <laughs> put it in the calendar you get fucking fired up and then when it's when it's the yeah. date that you said it's like you get fired yeah. up yeah. and so. What happens though with 99.9% of podcasters is you'll launch, you'll get a big, you know, um, bit of noise on social media and then it sort of dies down. The reality, Mm. you'll see the the downloads will be going up or they might be sort of staying the same and there's people listening but it's, it's it's not this thing where every single week you're going to be getting the same amount of noise that you get in week one. And so that's always yeah. that's always a massive learning for people is it's like you need to be Definitely. willing to do this for a long time whilst not that many people are responding or reacting definitely
1: and then there's the that's so the external noise and mm-hmm. internal noise you can have the cheerleaders internally saying mate fucker what you're a champion you've mm-hmm. done this you said you couldn't do it now you've done it but then mm-hmm. and then you're like you you love your show you love what you're doing that guess was great but then it gets to a point where you can even like my brother was speaking to me last night and he's got a podcast and we we've chatted to him on this show before he mm-hmm. started probably 300 episodes ago about how he sh- how what what he's facing what challenges you know in the creative process and into doing like 10 episodes he's feeling the f- feelings of what am i do like what is what's the meaning of it like what why what kind of guests should i have and i was you know, he, he comes full circle and he realizes that it's about keep going. When mm-hmm. I say to him, mate, just keep going. Look at all the things you've learned since even speaking to all these different types of people. And so, that, that's the, the the trap is that the noise can be too great in those times that you don't even listen to the advice of yourself, which you know the truth is, if I just keep going, I'll learn more. Like if you just to sort of do a brain dump, um, you would realize the things you've learned Mm-hmm. And and it is just about the keep on going, and so it, I feel like there is um, not not everyone wants to hear that though. Like I, f- I find moments where we're beating the drum of uh, longevity, you know, see this as a future play, and and good things come to those who stick at like all truths, mm-hmm. but there, some people might not want to hear that, and so they're not we're not for them.
0: But it's also I think that part of it too is that uh, that is a, a value system or something that's bigger than just this small idea. This is like avoiding like listening to external forces or noises. And for a lot of people, because podcasting is shiny and sexy and all, all of those things now, it's um it it's it's going to encourage a certain type of person who actually mm. Doesn't fit the mold of longevity. So if you're wanting quick wins and going viral and being famous and sorry Tony, um, <laughs> any, of, any of the I do believe you're going to be famous, though Tony. Yeah, yeah um, true, true. Any of the, those types of things, it is going to be a hard journey. If you see it as yeah. a development tool and say, okay, this is the new, you know, in radio they called it, Sea called it, the talent pipeline. And it's uh, you know, you you go to a regional town, and you and you're there for a few years, and then you go to another place, and like this is you can create the show that you could be doing in ten years, but it just requires first that you put in seven, eight, nine years of just mm. showing up every day, learning a mm. little bit more, building upon your ideas, versus this sort of. Quick thing, because what's going to happen when you mm. get the quick thing? If you get if if all of a sudden it does do well, all of a sudden you do have people, you know, sharing shit on Instagram mm. or like, what does that actually mean? Mm. Yeah, it doesn't mean
1: much when you get into it. But also, you will forget wherever you were at. You'll forget the early days because you're mm. so focused on how you're feeling now. So you progress and then you feel a bit yucky in the moment. Uh, Even though you have progressed, but you've forgotten the times. Like I remember working, like getting up at 4 a.m. to go into uh, uh, channel 31 Mm -hmm. where I would do this segment uh, sitting on a couch, you know, talking on camera. And oh my God, like thinking back to then now, like I remember feeling that pain of like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like all of that. But it doesn't change a great deal moving forward. It just shifts where the focus is. So, I'm not thinking about, oh, I can't talk to a microphone now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a different thing. Oh, it can't be big as big as this or like, oh, we're not... Like, it, the problem just shifts. Yeah. But it's dealing how we process it. And so, it, it kind of has a link to that looking back on memories with fondness. I look back on that with fondness versus the pain, you know, because it's like... it. I don't know, maybe some people hold the pain like, it is tough, don't do it. But it's like, yeah, I don't think it helps
0: people's journey of, you know, confronting that pain. Mm. I was uh, talking to Mister 97 because I found some audio uh, from when one of the first times he was on the podcast. And it, oh, it's just, he was sort of, he's just talking in his chest the whole time. Yeah, it's just like a little bit like this. <laughs> and I said to him like, what is that? And it's like... He was talking about uh, <laughs> the the uncomfortability in himself, not just like, not just on a yeah. show perspective, but when you're 19 years old, you're like mm. still trying to work things out. Like there's just a, and the thing is you don't necessarily realize it. You don't know it at the time because you live in it, but it's not yeah. until you then see the progress. Mm. Like the thing is, it doesn't feel like, I don't feel like I'm necessarily improving day-to-day when it comes to this podcast. Like I feel the story that I've told is that I'm talking the exact same way that I spoke in episode one, two, three. Mm. Like that's really how I feel. I don't yeah. feel like that. Like you listen and you know, oh, there's a difference there. But mm. the actual like the psychology of it or the um remains the same. Like I think that we're not necessarily like I don't feel like I'm necessarily in tune with... Am I comfortable? Mm. Am I uncomfortable? I'm just sort of doing it and having a crack. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like you 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 lift a certain weight. Like getting to a 100 kilogram bench press was a mental thing as well. I was probably strong enough to do it. But then now that I've done it, I'm like, mate, I can, I'll do that. And mm. so, then it's about it's not easy. It's still hard. But you don't have that mental thought of... Can we do this? And so, the equivalent for, I don't know, doing a podcast, you're 50 episodes in, you're like, I can do this, probably more so now that I feel like I don't even think about can I do this e- ever. I'm just like, great, this time I'm going to talk about this or, you know, it takes me much less time to work out what I'm going to talk about today. And so, but that's that's just repetition. And mm. so, repetition in anything in life means that you lose some cognitive load and you can focus it elsewhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, last week when I was on Insta, I asked, um, what, uh, who, who wants to, who's thought about, uh, starting a podcast? Just send yeah. me back a fire emoji just cause I wanted to see who and and what, and just get a sense of where the space is at. There were 30 people that, that sent me back the fire emoji that, that want, oh, have been great. thinking about starting a podcast. And like, what kind of um, individuals surprised you? Don't you don't necessarily say their yeah, names. I, but ju- no, I like, just think like um, it's, it's 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 not necessarily it wasn't skewed to like ex broadcast people or anything like that. It's yeah. it's just people with normal jobs, normal th- like not necessarily experience in entertainment that won't want to do it. And I think yeah, that like yeah. there is an exciting. It's not fucking peacock Tommy Jack putting his hand up. <laughs> no, no. There, there were definitely some peacocks, but the. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just I just thought that that was interesting, and then I was thinking, how many people will do it? How many people will transition? Yeah. Because it's if you look back at sort of old school media, you mm. had to audition, you had to be picked, you had to be all of these things. Whereas now, you go to a you know podcast host, you you know mm. like a you know place where you start your podcast, put in your credit card details, and you and you've got a podcast. And so, exactly. it it's very confronting, I think, for a lot of people because, uh, yes, you can do it. And so, if you're not doing it, the thing that's holding you back right now is you. And I think that for a lot of people, that's really confronting. I'll just uh, make one caveat there.
1: It's either you or it's Osher Ginsberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he told Don't you not to do it. Up. Yeah, he did. He did. He <laughs> never, never forget.
0: Never forget. Um, uh, but, uh, but it's also... it's. It, uh, even a, it's not necessarily you it's the it's the it's the stories hmm. that you've told or someone in your life has told you where it's but but it's not it's not true and so yeah. i think that that's the you ca- other thing. you are
1: capable you mm-hmm. are capable yeah is the point yeah. which doesn't mean that you won't have any of the experiences that people who feel
0: like a fraud or an imposter get when they do something <laughs> Because well, you the, most likely will. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point is it's like, yes, you can do it. Will you be great yeah. day one? Probably not. But that's yeah. like, that's the only option you have. And I don't know mm. many people who were great day one. Mm. And so that's yeah. like the, the other thing. So it's a, uh, there's a willingness to fail and be shit. And I think that potentially yeah. it's harder for people who have existing audiences so, if you're an influencer, so someone like Tully, it was like day one, she's got a, uh, a big audience and it's like it would be hard uh, going into a situation where it's like mm. she's having to do her training. She has to develop and learn in those early days in front of a bunch yeah. of people.
1: Oh, yeah. And you could see it as, you know, being harder or mm-hmm. being more scary based on... You know, there's going to be feedback, and you mm. know, you're in the raw moments of doing it. Mm. It's, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, so what? So you could relate this to, like, why do you do anything? Why do you end up doing something for you? Why do you think you ended up doing this? Like,
0: actually mm-hmm. sticking at it. I know I'm a part of the equation, but yeah. I think it's just realizing oh. it's like having a, um, you realise you've, you've got a view on your future version of yourself and then you realise that the only way that you can get to the future version that you want for yourself is to do something now. Mm. And so uh, for me, it was, you know, like especially with, it, you know, being an em- employee somewhere or just like I, for a long time, I feel like from you know, the my early 20s to sort of my mid-20s until I started uh, my production company in a more serious way. There was a sense of building. I, I I never felt that I could be the full leader that I wanted to be. I was always like defined by the role that I was in. And so I realised mm-hmm. that if I wanted to, it wasn't going to be a ladder for me. I wasn't going to climb up some sort of ladder and I was never going to fit. If I got to the top of the ladder in regards to um, sort of entertainment or whatever it is in that sort of traditional media, I still would have felt out of place. And so for me, it was Mm. realising of like, oh, I don't like what is currently out there. I know what I want to do. I know what I think other people should do. And so then it becomes this choice of like, okay, I've just got to do it, build it, put in the work without the sexiness of, I don't think that we're like, we're not trying to build the next Facebook or the next. And so that's, I think that the the problem at the moment is that we look at the billionaires, we look at Amazon, we look at Jeff Bezos, we look at all these things and it's completely fucked with people's perspective of what success is. And should Mm. be, and so I think that what we've been good at is the narrow, like a narrow focus in just, you know, not not being attached to previous stories. So that guy who's like, you've got twelve k subs, and you've got you know a forty thousand dollar studio that doesn't (laughs) connect. That doesn't connect for him, right? But like, yeah, the, the beauty of it, or what I loved, is it's like, yeah. Like it's not meant to make sense. Like if it, if it makes sense, <laughs> we're probably f- following an old narrative that's that's not yeah. relevant right now. Do you think it has to make sense to you, who's doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I th- I think so. Like I think that someone along the, I mean, it depends. Is it is it a um, yeah, old stories versus new stories? But then also the fact that things are going to um change as well as you go. So, for instance, mm-hmm. the story that we told at the start is very different to the story where we're telling now, don't you think? Oh, like 100%. It, yeah. Like a we difference in belief and even what you're
1: looking to in the future. Yeah. There's things you realize from doing the thing. So, you get a year in and then you, re- you, have, you see things differently. Mm.
0: And so, we didn't see it like this at that beginning point. And also, if, I think you it's see like the- testing and learning. Like we, I think what we have done better at is, as we go, saying, "Oh, this is something." You know, like we've, we've said previously. Like we've we've had conversations two years ago where we're like, uh, "Let's let's do the daily talk show. Let's focus on that. Let's not have any other podcasts." And then mm. we evolve and, and we realise the. Opportunity, not just from a market perspective, but uh, we can... I think that we underestimated the value that we can bring to people as well. And so what mm. has been great is it does feel like at the start there was just a serving of Gronks, the community, you listening right now. And now it's expanded beyond that where it's like we can do that and then we can help other creators... Do that, find their audience. And there's no I don't feel any ego around needing to be the biggest, if that makes sense too. Like mm, if mm. we can help a creator find a bigger audience than what we have, that's a mm. that's a massive win. Mm, definitely. You're like, absolutely and, um, not. <laughs> I,
1: absolutely not. No. Nah. No, I a hundred percent agree. I feel the mm. same. I feel the same. Because it's um you end up it like that's aligning with your values or where you, what you're wanting to do. So it could be a value could be community and working yeah. with great people. And so as a result of that being a focus, we we can help someone else build a big community and audience. And so it's still yeah, it's like mate, it's having kids. Have kids Mm. are pretty proud of what they do. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think the other thing too, like we we were talking the other other day, um, with a creator around, um, the start the difference between the start of your podcast journey and then as you go on, and so when you start doing a podcast, the podcast is attached to you. You are the podcast, Mm -hmm. and then it's almost like a bubble. Like imagine like a bubble that is attached to you through soap or whatever so you've created this bubble and it's attached to you but then you start putting in the work and you put in sort of uh, you know whether it's segments or ideas or guests and it start the bubble starts to get heavier and heavier and before you know it the the bubble ends up detaching from you and it becomes this entity that sits Outside of you, you built it. You mm. helped create it. But what it means is, and that bubble can become bigger than you as well. But the beauty of that bubble is that there is a detachment between you and the bubble now. And so, when you get feedback and thoughts and all that sort of thing, I think, anyway, from our perspective, we can look at it and say, uh, "No, uh, yeah, completely understand where that person's coming from." Completely, and it doesn't it doesn't feel personal because there's enough that's gone into it, that it's become something that's not just us, it's not attached to us. So any critical feedback doesn't feel personal. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's important because mm. then you have an ob- objective or removed, less emotive response to
0: to it. Yeah. Uh, Rich uh, in the YouTube chat said, how long was it before you guys felt like you started to get uh, your groove? What, what do you think mm. your answer is?
1: I reckon, um, oh, like you, you literally could say this year, really. Mm-hmm. I feel this year, yeah. to be honest. And like even at 500, think about the feeling of doing that live show and the nerves yeah. and like, yeah. I feel like that's weird. I feel like, I w- maybe but I feel like I wouldn't feel like that because I hadn't experienced it yet. So, that was yeah. a new experience of something we... Hadn't done, weren't sure if would work, and, and doing and the SB, this year. I
0: mean, we were like at oh, the ESPY, yeah. we'll fucking like hanging at the green room, like oh, I can't be like, fuck, you got to go out there, like where it's like, yeah. I think like right now, it's there. There is a comfortability to all of these things where it's, yeah. I, I definitely think coming off those two, like so doing doing two live shows. I think that the the distinction between the live mm-hmm. shows, episode five hundred. That was our crew, that was, you know, 75 Gronks who all came to listen to the Daily Talk Show, sort of an inter- intimate sort of scenario. And then yep. you had the ESPY, which was a fundraiser um, uh, f- around the fires and that had other people, that had other communities, other podcasters, communities at the uh, at the venue watching, listening. Mm. And so there was a pressure there whereas I feel like now... We've done those two extremes that you can you can see that it's like I would feel comfortable on stage doing our thing and not yeah. having the same level. Like definitely still butterflies and all that sort of thing, but not the anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. of oh, fuck, this could, this could go real bad. Um,
1: 800 episodes mm-hmm. is, is a good sort of yeah. finding your groove after 800 episodes. No, but to be honest, it's like it, because it's not what is finding your groove, it's like a lot of things fit, like aligning together so that you're in the groove, right? Mm-hmm. So you've, and, and so that can be everything from the team around you, the space, the ability in doing, you know, um, different tasks and how long it takes you. Like there's so many things that need to find alignment. You can feel confident that yeah. you're going to talk to a guest and be able to ask questions, but then like it, further beyond that, there's something in helping other people do something that helps you upskill yourself, learning by learning, learning by teaching. Yeah, definitely. And so, teachers out there, yeah, sure, they're not the, the most knowledgeable, like they're not, you know, they don't know everything, but they also have a unique perspective about the thing that they're doing based on doing it, plus also teaching it. So, when I was PTing, I felt like I knew more about. I trained a lot, so I f- felt like I knew. But then, when I started teaching, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's fucking what's going on." Like mm. I'm seeing what I'm missing when I'm doing it. And so, so there's a bit of that too,
0: which that's is like happening. The analytical. Now for us. It's the analytical element, isn't it? It's trying to, mm. okay, how do I, how do I take this complex idea that I've that maybe I've sat with, and so there's a mindfulness element, and then there's also the element of seeing. Uh, podcasters going through the same things and the other thing too is the meetings the conversations that we're having we're having a bunch of conversations with individual creators and what we're always surprised by is how even very different creators are all having the same issues they're all having the same mm. tension the same friction and it's sort of weird at the start at the start it's like are we projecting this onto them <laughs> and then you just be quiet then you just say like what's your biggest challenge and you just you you don't sort of elaborate or say anything else and you realize it's like oh fuck like it's um there's only three or four things that are stopping every single person and it's yeah. you know do i have anything to say um why would people listen to me what if it doesn't work mm. uh, all of these things are universal and it doesn't really change you know, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, one of the biggest shows in the world oh you're right there a little burp is that what's yeah, I mean? yeah yeah uh, that's fine uh, or I just wanted people to know it wasn't me mid-sentence uh, <laughs> or uh, you know someone starting out for the very first time mm. yeah mm. it's a journey yeah. but then it's um, yeah the ultimate question is
1: how do you end up being up for going on the journey like is it it's not as clear as getting mm. in a car door and closing it and putting your foot down to drive it is um, it is unique
0: to mm. every person. There's a different answer for everybody as yeah. to why you end up doing it. And I think too, like, yeah, everyone's path is different. So, for us, we do have our production company, we have our video production, which is, I feel very grateful that we've had that because mm. if we were just trying to make a podcast work at the start, it would have imploded. Because it's just like, minute. how do you make it's unicorns that can get that working, and I think also that quick growth and the success. There's a bunch of learning that you'd never have to do. It's a different type of learning, but it's a bunch of mm-hmm. learning you don't have to do. Uh, whereas, with what with what we've created over time, is it it has been this evolution of it started off, you know. So we started off with our video production offering because that was very easy for us. And two years ago, when a client would come to us and say, "Hey, can we do? A, can you do a podcast for us?" We'd say no, because we were still like, we've got ten years' experience in video production, but podcasting, we've had two and a half. Like we, in the grand scheme of things, at the time, our podcast stuff, we had a lot to learn. And it's only, uh, you know, June, July that we've actually been like, hang on, we've now uncovered all of these processes and systems and ways of working that we can actually benefit people who want to start these things. And so it's just mm. like it's it's amazing to see how I can see the difficulty for people who starting a business day one and being clear and saying, this is what I'm going to do and then doing that without thinking about the reality that two years is a very long time in regards to growth and personal growth and mm-hmm. your business could be in a completely different area in you know in, from from where it began yeah yeah Great. and
1: so if you are getting started how far along do you think you think do you think you vi-
0: visualize or scheme on um i think that like it's definitely one it's the one foot in front of the other mentality i believe i think it's the Speaking to Georgie boy with hump day replay, it's like, wow, I can't believe I'm at, you know, X amount of eps or this or that. And so you, but you have to, Mm. you have to do that. If you look too far ahead, you will get frustrated and you will get annoyed because you, you will see the gap. You'll see the huge, the huge leap that still needs to to happen. Whereas if you just look uh, step by step by step, episode by episode, making a promise to the audience and making it happen every single week or whatever that schedule is it, the you know you'll get to a year or two years and you'll look back and you won't know how it's happened And to me that is a, is, is a much is a much more palatable, much more sort of uh, um, it's easier it's uh, but also I think it's got a higher success rate. Than mm. trying to go for some big fucking launch. You know, this big like there's you, you can get to a certain point, but then everything you do after that to try and make it better is going to have a very small impact. So once you get to yeah. like and 80%, like there's only so much like it getting a better design of your if you're if you're like stressing about your podcast artwork, we've changed our podcast artwork three times. Over the course of our journey, and it's not like we've spent the least amount of time on it. Like it, it and the thing is, yeah. if you're obsessing over, I can't launch until I fucking hire an age <laughs> design agency who's going to, you know, do it. Like it's it's all, it's all the distraction from getting it out, doing it, iterating, changing. Um, so yeah. I think yeah, it's it's the um, it's re re looking at the launch. I think that there's yeah. so much and, and you can see you can see online how that becomes the thing that's sold into it's like marketing, right? Like it's um how to how to launch, like how to do the perfect launch, right? And people yeah. will bullshit and they'll scheme and they'll say, It's gotta be at this certain time and three weeks before mm. you need to do this and then you need to fucking do and it's all made up. Like the, the, the thing the <laughs> so the, the thing that is uh that we can promise you is required to have a successful podcast is show up on day one and release a podcast and then do mm. it the next time you promised it and you keep doing that and doing that until you look back and say, Wow, I've climbed this massive mountain. Mm. But there's no there's no yeah, there's it. no way of helicoptering you know, getting in a helicopter, helicoptering in to the mountain and gaining the sort of growth you would going through the actual steps required. Yeah. You still feel fit as, uh, unfit as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, mate, that was a good climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good Alrighty. climb in the copter. Uh, Love it. Yeah, but if you want to send us an email, um, we're, we're sort of, we're, we're working on some, um, we've obviously, we're building out other podcasts for the network but we're also helping businesses as well. So, hi at makingpodcast.com. It's the early days of the website, but we're sort of building a resource where people can learn to podcast. But then also, we're working with some great brands now to sort of take some of this stuff that we're doing and helping mm. them do the same. So, if you have any questions or whatever, happy to just like elaborate on that stuff as well. I'm going to put it up that um, send me a fire emoji too, see how many I get <laughs> oh, yeah, shot yeah, yeah. back to me on Insta. Oh, All righty. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. If you are enjoying the show, please share it on Instagram. Uh that's much appreciated. Also, go check out uh One Trick Tony. Uh, her episode landed today. It's a great one. And also uh Too Much Tully as well. Hump Day replay, of course. That was uh yesterday with Reese Mitchell. Uh, that's, great. that's it. That's 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 all we got. Enjoy the rest of your Love day, you guys. guys. Bye. See ya.